Welcome to the Creators Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Dandishi, and today we have Jeff Consoletti, creative director and producer of some of the biggest events and brand activations in the country. Jeff has produced the LA Pride Festival for more than a decade, and now his company, JJLA, is creating West Hollywood's very own Pride Festival and concert series out loud. He's produced events from the Super Bowl, Coachella, Sundance, and more. You'll definitely want to stay tuned because he shares a lot of great insights on what makes West Hollywood an awesome scene. Cool. All right. Well, if you're good to go. I'm good. good? Let's do All it. All right. Yeah. We'll get our, we'll start talking here. Well, Jeff, welcome. Thanks for having me. It's so great to have you here. Um, you have had a fascinating career. Definitely really interesting. I, I mean, nearly what, two decades of producing these amazing special events, brand activations, all, all of this, concerts, festivals. So why don't we go ahead and bring everybody up to speed and tell us a little bit about your backstory and how you got here and started your own company. Uh, sure. It's, it really is crazy to, to think that it's been, you know, almost 20 years um, mm -hmm. here in West Hollywood and in greater LA. And when I literally take a step back and think about like, wow, like all of the things that we've done, you know, it sounds cheesy, but it is like a little bit of an LA story. Um, That's amazing. Because I don't know that I, when I got here in 2005, that I would have thought that this would be where I am today. But, you know, I came here, I was, I was a performance major in college and was acting professionally in theater, mostly on the East coast and had got a gig to understudy a show here in LA and loved it. I have a little bit of family out here. So nice. when the show was over, was like, I should stay. Why go back to, <laughs> of course. why go back to Washington DC or Boston? Like this weather's great. It's a little colder over right. there. <laughs> I, you know, I dabbled in odd jobs like any young young actor mm -hmm. or aspiring actor does. And one of those jobs was at a creative agency. And I had worked a little bit part-time in a creative agency in college in Washington, DC. So it kind of came like Naturally. secondhand to me. And I just found that, that I enjoyed being in the studio environment, in mm -hmm. the entertainment environment and not waiting in the audition lines. <laughs> so I, I really quickly was excited to be in like working at an agency and particularly mm -hmm. working in entertainment right around the time when like words like experiential and activation <laughs> yeah. um, were becoming like a trend. Those yes. were buzzwords. So I quickly sort of rose through the ranks, especially as a, as a young 20 something. And until the economy took a turn, like many of us remember in the, in the early two thousands. And I was like an easy person to let go at the yeah. time. But for me, I, I was applying for other jobs, relationships that I had met quickly turned to me and were like, Hey, we don't have a full-time job for you, but we're NBC universal. And will you help us with our upfronts campaign? We're CBS paramount and we're doing international screenings. And can you help us out? We have a booth at comic-con. Are you available? And Perfect. so these like sort of small, but you know, couple month long gigs, yeah. uh, kept falling in my lap. And, uh, and that's really what birthed JJLA. I just was like, well, I should call myself something. And I wanted to like put a ring to it and not be another like producer with just my full name on the door. <laughs> yeah. Although every agency is a bunch of acronym acronyms <laughs> now. So right. I guess I was right in trend. And that's really what, you know, one thing led to another people kept calling. I found myself needing help. And here we are, you know, all these years later, nearly 15 years later, officially as JJLA. Um, what does JJLA stand for? 
So JJ is my initials and our logo is like JJ with like a swooping C kind of around it. Some people also think it's the ring that your drink or martini glass <laughs> might leave on, uh, on might, your napkin. Might be Some sometimes. people. <laughs> so maybe that's how I concepted it. But it was just like my grandmother, who I was really close with, occasionally would call me JJ. And really the only person that would like play with like my my initials. And I just thought JJ LA had a nice ring to it. So it stuck yeah. all these years. That's great. I love hearing your story because it is everybody has these kind of classic stories as far as, you know, coming here and and just being at the right place at the right time, having the tenacity, making those connections. And it's so cool to see how it just blooms and blossoms into something that all those years ago you might not have expected. Right. You know? I mean, and, you know, it's there's L.A. is a and West Hollywood in particular is like a city that really fosters creativity. Totally. And I also found like it really fosters entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you might go to a coffee shop at, you know, in the middle of the day and be like, who are all these people? What are they doing here? for and a Does living? anyone go to the office? But I find here more yeah. than, and, and I've had, you know, I've been blessed to be able to travel a lot, work in other places. I, I never find that as much elsewhere where people are, yeah, maybe they are sitting at a coffee shop or a co-working space or a cool hotel lobby and taking meetings and getting their own stuff done. Because for many years prior to my even having my own office, that was me. Yeah. And I find that much more accessible here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love going to New York, being able to work in New York mm -hmm. is great to like live, live in New York, <laughs> I think is a little more difficult than yeah. to live here in, in Southern California in particular. And I think that at least for me getting started, mm -hmm. it really helps to like, it really helps to establish the agency, establish my career in at least what felt like a much more accessible way. I want to hear a little bit of your backstory because you've worked with LA Pride for quite some time. You were executive producer for over 10 years. What was what was that journey like to see it evolve? Kind of simultaneous to launching the agency. I was like, you know, I should get involved with my community more mm -hmm. and I should like get involved with causes that I believe in. So mm -hmm. I'm gay and I really wanted to make sure that for JGLA and all of the work that we do, that we are paying attention to work for social good. It was just really important to do that. So at the time I was like, you know, uh, marriage equality was, was a really hot button political mm -hmm. issue. Yeah. I mean, it still is yeah. um, today, <laughs> but it was a really hot button political issue. So it was, it was motivating me to meet organizations like Equality California and led me to meeting Christopher Street West, LA Pride. I started working uh, with Christopher Street West, the, the nonprofit that oversees LA Pride as mm -hmm. a volunteer actually in 2009 and right around the same time that the agency was starting. And after that first season was, was then just kind of pitching them on, Hey, if you pay me a little bit, I think <laughs> that I can help elevate this event and here's how. So they were intrigued and we just started laying some groundwork to really help build a new brand and mm -hmm. a new era of pride. 2010 was their 40th anniversary. Amazing. We completely redesigned and like reflipped uh, the festival concept. We really integrated into the West Hollywood community, I think more so. So mm -hmm. we were trying to like peel back the curtain a little bit yeah. of what the org was and how they integrated into West Hollywood. And I found that that, that worked for, for at least really establishing LA Pride in a new way. Pride, especially in West Hollywood. I mean, it's so iconic and known throughout the country. So, I mean, to have this like evolution and now really exciting is just last year, 
you launched the uh, the first inaugural West Hollywood Pride. Yeah. And so I want to hear about this and Out Loud Festival, all of that. So what was that like last year? And then what's in store for this year? Yeah. So all of our work with Pride was, it's been really important to me because I've met so many more queer people. And by queer, I mean everyone across the rainbow spectrum, mm-hmm. right? LGBTQIA plus, 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 like <laughs> everyone. And it's, it's really, it's really special to just yeah. hear and see everyone's story. Everyone, everyone within this, this incredible community has, has a different journey to get there. Some really positive and some not so great. Also, you know, these are people, many of which are aspiring artists. Yeah. Um, and it was always very important to me with LA pride and with the many other pride events that we've worked on all over the country to make sure that we weren't just booking artists that were like big name artists, uh, that maybe aren't walking the walk for the community. Mm-hmm. We wanted to showcase uh, rising queer artists, mm-hmm. uh, and give them a platform, particularly a mainstream platform yeah. on a main stage at a big event like an L.A. Pride in West Hollywood to showcase their talent. And I, I wanted to do that outside of just Pride season and mm-hmm. having a client like a CSW or a city of West Hollywood ask me to do that. We created this music festival called Out Loud and Out Loud does just that. It really champions rising queer artists mm-hmm. and we try to make sure that we're creating programming in safe queer spaces Mm -hmm. and bringing queer audiences to those spaces to enjoy it. So of course it means the doors are open for anyone that's supportive in the community, but that is really like our benchmark, like getting queer voices in front of people, queer people in particular in really safe queer spaces. So when West Hollywood was launching their own pride event and wanted concepts of how producers would approach this. Mm -hmm. It was twofold for me. One, there was a brand development strategy that I wanted to put in place less about like, is West Hollywood a safe queer community? Because luckily it's known as that. It is that. It's already kind of a global LGBTQ destination. So that Mm -hmm. was great. But how do you tie in the pride of it all and make sure that's accessible? Mm -hmm. And number two, how do we create a music festival that it can anchor around? Well, we had the music festival and it being able to kind of establish that as one of the flagship pieces of programming for WeHo Pride and then working in hand with the city, with the business community, with the incredible partners. I mean, West Hollywood is such a dynamic place where everyone wants to participate. Totally. So if you open the doors to finding ways to get them involved, I was initially nervous and I mean, it was like literally the floodgates opened. Everyone wanted to find a way on how to host an event at their venue or participate in the parade or how could they talk about their cause or their business or sell something at our street fair. Mm -hmm. And then we were same thing, just anchoring around bringing some really notable and really exciting rising talent to a main stage in the park. That's amazing. So what do we have in store for us this year? So this year, you know, the pandemic is mixed in with all of this. Yeah, so of as Out Loud launched, we we really created and kind of established the brand online. And it was just great timing where our 22 event last year was our first, you know, ticketed event. But it was mm-hmm. still a little bit 
post COVID, right? Yeah, Last yeah, summer. Course, yeah. And this year, even more so feels like we are back. So this year we are bringing Grace Jones, which I mean, legendary yes. Orville Peck, all the buzz right now is a rising queer gay country musician of the icon, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, Love. who's been a really strong ally in the community, uh, a kind of a throwback act, Passion Pit, mm -hmm. uh, who has had his own journey in exploring just bisexuality and his own queerness and speaks really consistently about mental health issues, which mm -hmm. is something that's very important to this community. So those four oh. artists as our four headliners, uh, along with 40 other really exciting rising and established queer artists on our main stage. So that's over two days, the first weekend of June. That's going to be so exciting. I, I mean, and I know just, you know, being, being a resident and being around here, I mean, the energy that's in West Hollywood at that time is always so vibrant and exciting and positive. So mm -hmm. it's so cool to yeah, see it. I, I mean, mean, it really is a celebration. It's, I mean, it, it, one could argue it's like a pride festival every weekend in West Hollywood. <laughs> yes. um, it is the Rainbow District along Santa Monica Boulevard is bustling. You know, yeah. there's not not really a vacancy to be found in the row of businesses that mm -hmm. kind of occupy that, you know, one, one and a half mile stretch of of Santa Monica Boulevard. And I was just talking about this with a friend the other the other night, like when we go out in West Hollywood, we say like, hey, like, let's go out in WeHo, like, let's yeah. go to the strip like because there's because there's not just like one place we're going to go uh, on I, that night or day or whatever it might be or day afternoon. tonight. Yeah. There's, you know, Sunday, there's multiple. Right. I mean, yeah. there's multiple. Oh, let's start at High Tops. Yeah. Let's pop over to the Abbey. Oh, we got to go see this. The drag show at Rocco's at this time. There's a new great bar that I love my friend's own called Schmitty's, which is just like it's just it's like a neighborhood little like it feels like more low key, but yeah. it's definitely not low key not, when you're there. Key. It's just like a friendly, you know, cheers type of yeah. environment where where, you know, everyone that's in there. So there's no shortage of places to go. And the Rainbow District creates that destination that mm -hmm. literally feels on a busy on. I mean, it does it is busy inherently mm -hmm. every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. One hundred percent. Jeff, you know, I wanted to ask you about because. West Hollywood Pride is now different than LA Pride, right? And I keep calling WeHo Pride like the OG because as you said, yes. it kind of started here. It it lives that kind of all of the time. But uh, just for people who are listening who may not understand the difference between those things, I think it'd be good to just talk about that a little bit, how those things are different and how West Hollywood really kicks off Pride season, I yeah. guess. I mean, first of all, there's no pride in Los Angeles, period, without West Hollywood. It even predates the city's, the city's incorporation. Mm -hmm. West Hollywood was this neighborhood that just fostered creativity. It fostered the, the person that needed to be heard. So yeah. whether that's, you know, West Hollywood has a rich story when it comes <clears throat> to drag, when it comes to rock and roll, when it comes to immigrants, like yeah. there's a, and in this little teeny tiny city, there's like all of these communities that really kind of anchor around mm -hmm. what West Hollywood has provided to them. And, and the LGBTQ movement is no exception. Mm -hmm. So anytime there's been a big issue or something big, particularly, you know, for my community, West Hollywood as a, as a city entity, as government officials, as people take to the streets, take to the park and make themselves heard. 
So that is what puts WeHo on the map. Mm -hmm. So when people have thought of L.A. Pride, like, yeah, L.A. anchored in West Hollywood for many years. Um, And now for West Hollywood to celebrate its own pride, it for me, the inspiration is really creating a global destination event. So we're already a global destination. How do we now anchor around pride season? Mm -hmm. And it felt very special to us is there's many prides that happen all over the country in the month of June and not too many. I don't think there is a big pride celebration and sort of a major market that kicks off. So when the first weekend of June was like available (laughs) seemingly, you know, on the theoretical pride calendar, our thought in, in really behind creating WeHo pride as a destination Mm -hmm. was come to pride. Pride starts here Mm -hmm. and stay for pride wherever that means for you Mm -hmm. all over the country. So whether it means continuing on to the LA pride festivities that they host in other parts of the city or moving down to long beach or going up the coast to San Francisco, these are all other pride events that you can, that you can find right here in California or, you know, hop on easy flights to Chicago or DC or New York and, check out what's happening. On I love the, the symbolism Coast. of that, that it starts here. Yes. You know what I mean? I've, I talk all the time about West Hollywood being really mm-hmm. kind of the place where everything starts. One of our former mayors used to say that West Hollywood exports culture, where a lot of other destinations actually consume it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same thing you're talking about. It's yeah, like, I mean, it's like it starts here and, and then it goes from there. It's really, I mean, it's not lost on me that we kind of set the tone and set yeah. the trend and, you know, even beyond what we're doing for pride, it's like fashion is starting here. You know, mm-hmm. music is starting here who, who no artists. And we work with artists all the time. And I really see an artist trajectory take off because they're playing at the Troubadour. It's a stop on every artist list, you know, and that's just like setting that tone and knowing that what we're putting out there is we're setting an example. And I always want that to be the right example, like a positive example of, you know, inclusivity, acceptance, equality, like that, where that we're not just doing doing something to to do it. We're doing something with meaning behind it. It's not just a party, but there's Mm -hmm. there's a lot more meaning meaning to it. Would you have any insider tips on maybe the best way to navigate Pride in West Hollywood for those that maybe they've never been here in person before? Yeah, I mean, the exciting part is you can, you know, take your Uber or Lyft from the airport Mm -hmm. and come to your hotel in West Hollywood and not have to be in a car again for the activities of at least that whole weekend. Did we coach you on this? That's exactly what we say when we're going internationally. We say you don't need a car when like, you come yes, here. That's you, so true. You don't need That's a car a really true in story. WeHo. And yeah. certainly for WeHo Pride Weekend, in fact, you probably don't want a car because no, we don't. close many streets. <laughs> yeah. So it's more it's more problematic to kind of get around WeHo on four wheels. So yeah. use your use your two feet, two legs, totally. however you want to, however you get around. What I also love about West Hollywood is there is there's a lot of different hotels and they're mm-hmm. all fabulous, but yes. it doesn't mean that you need to spend high rates. On, no. I mean, you can and stay yeah. really high end at great stylish properties like the Pendry or the Edition or, you know, the classic, my classic favorite, the Sunset Tower, Love which it. stop in for a martini there. Yeah. But, you know, you can find these great hotels that are accessible and Mm -hmm. equally as stylish in places like the Hotel Ziggy, Mm -hmm. which has been very supportive of Pride. Um, Their sister property, the Chamberlain, which is a place where I put my family anytime they come to visit me wherever, just because they are treated 
like like they live there and Such it's a great accessible, spot. it's easy. And then you can simply walk up or down a, a, a block <laughs> yeah. and you're on a major thoroughfare, mm -hmm. whether it's Sunset or Santa Monica or Melrose, where you can find anything you want. You can find grab and go quick bites to eat, a great coffee shop, cool places to shop and, you know, pick up something. Of course, plenty of places to like eat and drink and grab a cocktail and yeah. unwind. Many of which, you know, people come to West Hollywood to sit out in, in the sunshine. Totally. And you can sit out in the sunshine. You know, it's few and far between the places that these days haven't extended their patios out in front or have some sort of special outdoor seating area within their place. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's so much that's going on and it, it again, is this, this vibrant destination. I love the walker friendly aspect of it. Walking, <laughs> dancing. I mean, the programming for Pride, you know, dance, come to the concert, come to Out Loud. But there's free programming all weekend long mm -hmm. on Santa Monica Boulevard. Hundreds of exhibitor and sponsor activations, three stages on Santa Monica Boulevard with DJs and local talent. And of course, the iconic WeHo Pride Parade, yeah. uh, which we have a lot of surprises to unveil still Ooh. this season, but is always very celebrity forward yeah. and organization forward. So uh, we produce that parade like the show that West Hollywood is. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so, OK, um, switching gears a little bit. Any hidden gems here that you really love that may might not be maybe not everybody knows about or maybe it's just like a cozy coffee shop or something that you just love a hidden gem for you yeah my new favorite coffee shop is miss melbourne um and i've recently uh had the australia bug i was in sydney for sydney world pride and then i went to melbourne but known they, for their coffee yeah known for their coffee and prior to that i've i had discovered miss melbourne coffee here and there's two locations in weho and it's just, it's tasty. It's good. And it's like, it's my new favorite little like place to have like a morning meeting. Um, particularly speaking of morning meetings, like <laughs> Joey's has been like my go-to breakfast place for, totally. you know, the nearly 20 years I've, I've lived in the same neighborhood. My new favorite dinner spot is great white, but I guess yes. also I'm, I'm on also the for Aussie, breakfast too. I'm on the Aussie bug yeah, right okay. now. Yes, but, right. That's but again, funny. I mean that you bring up a great point because we do have uh, you know a lot of Australians that a come here, but then also a lot that end up living here. Yeah, and moving for here. sure. Australia's are always top three international markets. Cool. For sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Great White, the pizza there is awesome. Chaconi's is a classic. longstanding classic staple in West Hollywood that is great from day to night. Mm -hmm. um, I love Laurel Hardware. Mm -hmm. They have a really great mixology program, Tasty Bites. It's a mm -hmm. great place to kind of start the night and then hop on WeHo's free trolley that yes. takes you right down the street to the Rainbow District yeah. to continue your night. It, and it, I actually, <laughs> I'd love to just like mention that because I yeah, think the, the WeHo trolley, I mean, it's so, it's so awesome. I have never seen that in any other city. And I think that that's such a great way. It's wonderful that the city of West Hollywood has this service, but it also, it's such a nod to the culture and the community. Yeah. And, it, and it's smart, you know, because I don't, I mean, I've lived in, in West Hollywood in LA for a long time and there is a little bit of a stigma when it comes to public transportation. Sure. And yeah, I course. find West Hollywood's creativity with establishing that program yeah. almost kind of breaks that stigma, right? Because now you're on this fun trolley, but 
Now I'm not mm. as weirded out to hop on a Metro bus. In totally. fact, since the pandemic, we're a one car household. Wow. And sometimes that is the option. And it's really great as, as LA, as a, as a major city has tried to work on developing their transportation strategy more. I think, you know, how West Hollywood has kind of stepped up to that and made it a little bit more accessible for its residents is great. But the pickup is what the WeHo trolley is called. And yes. it is fun and <laughs> it's a vibe. Even the name is classic. <laughs> it like, is a vibe and you can get where you need to go on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, And it's also Saturday, Instagram Sunday. friendly. A lot of people will post their pictures from it. Absolutely. Can we talk a little bit about maybe like the difference of like what people can expect on like Sunset versus Santa Monica, maybe even versus Melrose? Well, for me, when I think of that, I, th I think about live music, dinner and drinks and great shopping and walkability. You know, maybe if you start on Melrose early in the day, you have a lot of great stores from just unique boutiques to really high style, trend setting fashion destinations. I mean, Ami just opened in West Hollywood, mm -hmm. one of my favorite brands of the past couple of years. I love John Varvatos and John yes. Varvatos has a longstanding like staple here. So of course you can find like these high-end boutiques, but you can also just find cozy little shops mm -hmm. that are curated by West Hollywood residents that have great assortment of homewares and souvenirs uh, that you can grab. Then you can walk up the street and grab lunch on Santa Monica Boulevard somewhere, a number of great places, and then walk up one more block and go catch a great show at the Roxy or the Viper Room or one of the Sunset Strip's notable rock and roll venues. And, you know, that's an easy day, day yeah. to night. Uh, and you'll probably walk by your hotel at some point. So totally. you can even do a quick freshen up. <laughs> of course. Oh, my gosh. I love it. You're, I mean, but but you get it. And, and again, that kind of how you're describing it really encapsulates what West Hollywood is. And so for those that maybe haven't been here or if they're coming to L.A. and they're like, well, why West Hollywood maybe versus other places in the city? I mean, again, you're well, just and we're central, that. you know, yes. <laughs> I mean, I've I've lived in this neighborhood the entire time. Mm -hmm. I mean, the like literally have moved three blocks in in 18 years. <laughs> yeah. And there's a reason because same thing. If I want to go to the museum district, mm -hmm. it's, you know, a quick five minute Uber yeah. or 20 minute walk, really, yeah. to go and see, you know, other L.A. destinations like Hollywood or mm -hmm. the Grove, same thing, a, an easy five or 10 minute car ride away. And to get to the beaches, which of course, everyone wants to spend a day at the beach. Of course. Great. 20 or 25 <laughs> minutes away. And you're having a great time either in Malibu or Santa Monica in Venice, or even, you know, a little bit longer, you can be down in the Bay cities. Yeah. So it's, it's great because it feels really central and you're in the heart of kind of ultimately, if you're, especially if you're looking for like a nightlife shopping social mm -hmm. destination getaway, mm -hmm. this is where you want to be, you, totally. you know, I mean, cause then you're accessible to seeing all of the other really dynamic neighborhoods of LA, mm -hmm. but you're coming back to like, Oh, this is where even for all of us in LA really like to come out to any final thoughts, tips, insights, like why, why should people put West Hollywood on, on their list of places to go to? I mean, because you're probably already talking about it. <laughs> yeah. WeHo and what's happening in WeHo uh, is often in the news, in the style section, in the entertainment section on a weekly, if not daily basis. And come and see why, because mm -hmm. it's certainly 
not because it's not accessible. It is so accessible. These are friendly places where business owners and the community that lives here welcomes you with open arms. It's friendly. It's warm. It's mm -hmm. sunny. You're you're out and about in a in just a dynamic, accepting space that uh, that really makes for like a happy vacation. So when mm -hmm. I think about where I want to go away, I want to always take a little piece of what I live in West Hollywood with me. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I don't want to go to a place that's like a bummer. Yeah. And yeah. Like, nobody does. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, West Hollywood would never be a bummer for you. You'd I, have a great time here and, and still be able to enjoy all of the amazing attractions that are throughout Southern California that we're right in the middle of. And have a happy vacation. I love happy that. Happy vacation. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We're going to coin a new tagline. It is. It is a new tagline. Well, this has been a great conversation. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Thank my you. pleasure. Thank I, you. I'm so excited to see everything come together with Pride this yeah, year. Yeah. Come and to Pride. Weareoutloud.com for tickets to our festival. And wehopepride.com can give you information on everything that's happening for Pride in West Hollywood all year long, uh, but particularly June 2, 3, and 4. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. Count me in for that party. Yeah. I'll be I'll there. I'll see you there. <laughs>